0: honest. You know deep down you're here for more. You feel the calling. There's something you're here to do. But as soon as you start working on yourself, life interrupts and you're zapped back to reality. You feel like you're stuck in the messy middle, the space between being a mom and this deeply profound spiritual being. But what if I told you you don't have to choose one side or the other, that you can exist in both? Hi, I'm Kate. I'm a neurospicy, spicy conscious mama, human design projector, and shaman here to guide you into raising the vibration of the collective one small practice at a time. I invite you to let me guide you on this journey of growth, healing, and expansion. I'll equip you with the tools and the resources to be your own healer, to strengthen your discernment and give you the actual tangible embodiment pieces that you can apply in your day-to-day life, in the little moments between making dinner, picking up your kids, or whatever it is for you, because your spiritual growth doesn't have to be another thing on your to-do list. Pop your earbuds in, and let's pretend each episode is our weekly commitment to join each other on my virtual couch for deep conversations about things like how the patriarchy serves no one, embracing your feminine energy in an actual, tangible way, and what it's like to actually break generational trauma so you can know yourself deeply, shed your old self, and move into this new paradigm. Don't let your spiritual growth sit in a box collecting dust in the attic of your mind. Let's navigate it together in the space between
1: all right lovely humans hello and welcome to another episode of the space between i'm so excited to be here today to share with you Something that's been on my heart for a very long time. I'm so, so excited to finally be recording this episode. There is so much nuance here. There's so much beautiful, messy thing, messiness to unpack. And I hope you find some peace with this episode. I hope you find something that resonates with you. And for anyone who's sitting there with a big question mark as to if they are Neurodivergent. I hope that this leads you down the journey of receiving what it is that you need to be able to navigate this human experience. So, today I'm going to share with you my experience of my ADHD diagnosis. Now, I'm going to preface with I used to be that person who was like, ADHD. Everybody has ADHD. I'm a little bit ADHD. Isn't everybody? Okay. I was that person. I was that jerk who was like, oh, it's just whatever, right? Um, Which is something I needed to navigate when I got my diagnosis because as a shaman, I'm trained to look upstream, right? Find the root cause of something. So when I received my ADHD diagnosis, that was something I had to navigate was like, is this going all the way upstream, right? And... (laughs) as a kid who always used to beg, like always say to my teachers, like, well, why, why is this working? Like, why is this like this? Like, I was always that kid, right? I've always been that person. And this is no different. So it was when I got diagnosed with ADHD, I would say that I was very much like in denial, like definitely going through the whole, like grief process to a place of acceptance, right? Um, But firstly, I was like, there were so many things that were making sense. And me, like many others probably found themselves on social media, resonating with a lot of content around adhd and just being like wait a second like not everybody is quirky like that like not everybody struggles to do dishes and put laundry away and i mean i i laugh now because i look back at content that i created a year two years ago about all of my bs strategies to try to navigate all of these things that never worked <laughs> and now I'm this person who's like you know what I need a timer and like all the stars needed to align to get all these things done because the executive dysfunction is real and simultaneously it means nothing about who I am as a human being and my self-worth, right? <laughs> I do have a highlight. Um, this is a little bit tangential uh, as per usual. If you follow me on Instagram, I do have a highlight sharing some resources for ADHD that have been really, really helpful. So so I just wanted to speak to that because I was very much in denial. Um, but there were just so many things, and I was like, "This is the math is mathing here, right?" Like things are starting to add up. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a bit because I've o- I'm always someone who st- who struggled with anxiety. I'm I'm gonna use the word struggle lately. Was very aware of anxiety, had anxiety, but it never really resonated with me. And and personally, like again, I'm not a doctor. This is my own personal experience. The diagnosis of anxiety, I just, it never sat right with me. You know, high functioning anxiety is a thing. But when someone said to me like, oh, you have anxiety, I was like, but like, I'm so, I'm, I can function so well. Like, I just, it never, it never made sense to me. And then I started navigating anxiety through the lens of like it being a check engine light system, right? Trying to tell me that something was out of equilibrium. What can I, what can I do differently? How can I bring myself back to a baseline? And then as I navigate my ADHD journey, I'm like, okay, anxiety is a byproduct, right? I feel anxious. Who who wouldn't, right? Who wouldn't? We're dealing with rejection sensitivity, low dopamine, an unregulated nervous system, being an empath on top of that. Like who wouldn't be anxious, right? And so it was just all of these things that started to just like click and just, and make sense. And, and of course, um, like I was someone who was already would always look at the holistic approach to things, right? So once I receive my ADHD diagnosis, again, like i shared in my previous episode about my resistance with medication, again, that's just something that's always gonna be present for me and I'm, I'm okay with that, right? Like it's it's a checkpoint for me and, and that's okay. It's everybody needs to do you, you need to have discernment around that you know, being on your own journey and your own path with that, but it is, it can be tricky to navigate sometimes. Right. So I found myself like, you know, obviously navigating this, wanting to navigate it from more of a holistic standpoint and having a conversation with my naturopath and then being completely gaslighted with my ADHD diagnosis, which was so, so disheartening. And I know that I'm not alone in this story of, you know, the medical gaslighting that goes on um, for women specifically like, how did it take being 36 years old before getting an ADHD diagnosis? Like, it's, it's awful, right? It took getting my daughter diagnosed or in the process of getting her diagnosed to be able to realize that this is what I've been navigating my entire life, right? So for anyone who's been through that, like, there's a grief process to that, right? And then to continually be challenged on it is the thing that gets me the most, And I speak to it. I mean, any engagement I'm doing on a lot of engagement I'm doing on social media, I'm a very aware of the privilege. Like when someone speaks to discipline and doing things a certain way and all of that, I'm like, tell me you're neurotypical without telling me you're neurotypical. I'm sorry, but like, just remember that the biggest strength and this biggest skill you can have as a human navigating this planet is discernment, right? Have they walked a mile in my shoes? Are they a mum? Are they neurodivergent? Are they an empath? No, then I'm not like personally, I'm not going to take advice um, from someone who's not in the ring with me, right? Like I'm navigating a whole other journey here than they are, right? Sorry, that got a little bit of a tangent, but soapbox I will die on or the hill I will die on, but that was me on my soapbox. So the next part about, you know, my ADHD diagnosis was very much that the information you're inundated with, people telling you, like, no, it's not this, right? I've shared on my social media a couple times a, a book um, talking about the potential history of ADHD and how we used to be the hunter-gatherers, right? And how we weren't made to navigate this modern society. We were actually. That, that was our role as the hunter-gatherer. I'm like, that tracks for not being, like having a hard time doing dishes and laundry. Like I'm supposed to be out hunting to be, you know, vigilant and be paying attention to my surroundings. It's very, very interesting. So I highly recommend it. I can link it in the show notes, that book, because it really was like this, it helped me really accept that, while what I have is a disability, it's also a strength and it's both again, right? It's nuanced. I have a hard time, doing the dishes, but then the creativity that flows out of me is is wild, right? The hyper focus and the things I can get done. It's just, it's really impressive, right? So the piece about ADHD that I really want to speak on as well is the self-love piece and the self-worth piece. That was an intention that I set. Talking about the idea, organic, rather exploring the idea of self-love and self-worth. And like, I just, it's, I never believed it, right? Like, all those things like you are enough. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Everybody, everything in the world is showing me how I'm not. Everything is showing me how I'm not enough. I'm struggling. I'm suffering at times. No, I don't think I am. Yes, I know that I'm a magical being made out of stardust and simultaneously, why can't I function in this society? Right? It's both and, right? And so I was like, I just don't ever resonate with this idea of like self-love. Like, yes, I love myself, but then everything is telling me to not you know societally speaking as a woman but then why am i struggling so hard right how can i love this piece of myself that can't even get it together to be able to function for my kids and i am getting a bit emotional with this because everything was telling you how much you're not enough all the ways that I was failing because I couldn't keep up with the day-to-day tasks of running a household. Right. But then I, but then I immerse myself in my business and in my work and I thrive. And I was like, how can I love myself in both? And it just never made sense to me. So that was an intention that I had set at the beginning of last year was like, how can I step deeper into self-love? And then I go down this beautiful journey of my diagnosis and everything makes sense. I understand why I have navigated what I've navigated. Why posting on social media and not getting the response that I thought I would makes me sometimes viscerally ill, navigating rejection sensitivity my entire life. Struggling with executive dysfunction and then having to, you know, struggling to take care of myself, and then also having to take care of three other people, right? And I just want to speak to that, because it just, it's a beautiful journey, and there's healing that comes from getting that diagnosis, and that was just something that I never saw coming. I never imagined that receiving this diagnosis was going to be This aha moment that just allowed me to be, to offer myself so much love and compassion. I also didn't see coming that being diagnosed with ADHD was the cycle breaking work that I needed to do. How being able to love myself through the very messy, dysfunctional pieces of myself allowed me to also be able to Show my kids and support them through their highs and lows of emotions, their impulsivity, their hyperactivity, their struggles with navigating the world around them, and how I can just be like, "It's okay. I know it's hard. You're 100, percent right? This is this is hard, and you're allowed to feel the way you feel, and you're allowed to be frustrated, and you're allowed to feel this way, and also." simultaneously. Here's what we can do to help navigate this. And I'm here to support you in this. And that in of itself is breaking that cycle, right? Being able to meet them where they're at in their highs and lows of emotions, in their inability to regulate, in their <laughs> hours of being hangry when they've hyper-focused on something and realized they haven't eaten, right? Like who can relate to that? I know I can. I still do. I mean, I don't think I've had anything to eat after sitting here recording these episodes, so that's fine. <laughs> Right. So it was just getting my diagnosis was such a beautiful, beautiful gift. And I'm, I wanted to share this piece of my journey for anyone who is sitting there being like, hmm, I just don't know. Or for anyone who's sitting there being like, okay, I have my diagnosis, but now what? Now I feel less than. Now I feel XYZ. And that it's all. Like you're right where you're supposed to be, right? And so for me personally, um, the last piece of this I want to share with you is just how I was able to better navigate um, the world around me through the lens of energy medicine, right? That it was the medicine I didn't know that I need, right? Um, Having energy practices that I could tap into and tools and resources that didn't require extra Like it wasn't another thing on my to-do list. Having tools in my toolkit that I could use on the go to be able to help me regulate and clear energies and be in my own energy and navigate the world around me was a game changer. And that's also what I'm here to share with people um, is to teach them how to, you know, incorporate these tools into their day-to-day life that can help them. When it came to like habits, certain things just never stuck for me but being able to navigate the world around me using energy practices and with ADHD it worked right and it's cool that I knew all these things worked before I found out I had ADHD I was able to heal I was able to grow I was able to expand and it had nothing to do with my ability to stick to a habit every day and that's the important piece that I want to drive home that's the thing that I want to make sure that you know and understand is it's it's, it's not this neurotypical mold that you have to try to fit yourself in to be able to receive what it is that you want. Um, it can be messy and it can be chaotic and um, it's not or. So that's the last little piece I wanted to leave you with. Again, as always, please, please share if there was anything that spoke to you that resonated with you, send me a voice memo on SpeakPipe. The link is below. And then you can also send me a message on Instagram if you want to connect over there. We have lots of fun over there. So I hope that this resonated with you. I hope there was something that um, I could leave you with, be able to help you navigate your week ahead. And thank you for joining me on The Space Between.